Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR um, dot. So I'll start that again. Oh, take two. Blah, 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 blah. Rewind. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU and three CR on demand. Lots of ways to listen to three CR, including this program, Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue diving very deep for the marine news and commentary as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till news. Check out their show or check out On Demand or podcasts for them too. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. We're broadcasting from the lands of the Kulin Nation. We pay respect to elders of all lands, including our queer original inhabitants um, such as sister girls and brother boys. And we acknowledge their special contributions to diversity on and around the lands. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the, this program if you've got to um, some thoughts about anything that um, is commented upon and lots of ways to do it. You can look for the Facebook post on my page, Sally Goldner, or look for um, Out of the Pan, 3CR 855am. You can text, um, you can tweet, sorry, at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. You can email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com or you can SMS slash text 61456751215. Um, lots of ways to get in touch. And if anything on the show is at times troubling and might be a teensy bit of that today, um, in the second segment, uh, you can contact switchboard 1800 184 527, linking the various rainbow counselling, telephone and other counselling services around the country. Well, opened up with Mental As Anything from the uh, Fundamental As Anything album, their fifth album um, that they released um, in the mid-1980s. Um, it had the um, big hits live it up at the time of, um, well, Crocodile Dundee. Don't blame them for being part of it. Please, let's not have Crocodile Dundee for Son of Mick or something. It's had its day. Um, and we opened up with Splashin' because, um, well, that's what I was doing last night and a huge success at the... Um, you know, Darabin, trans and gender diverse, um, um, uh, sorry, sorry, I do have got a bit of a lurgish lurgy today, so bear with me, um, and, um, and a bit of a sore throat, so that's why I'm a bit off key, um, that's why I'm not bringing guests in, I'm not going to infect anyone, um, but yeah, a bit of, a lot of splashing by yours truly, and about 75 to 80 other people last night, at the fantastic, um, um, you know, Darabin Trans and Gender Diverse Swim Night, um, you know, that um, happened last night. A fantastic um, evening, I do have to say. And um, I had a lot of fun there. Um, now, 
I want to talk about why it's important um, in a second. But it was just great to see um, a whole range of trans and gender diverse people and families. So whether you're a trans and gender diverse minor there with your parents or a trans and slash gender diverse person there with your kids who maybe don't, you don't know where their gender identity is at yet and you don't care either, which is kind of nice. Um, well, um, it was just really good to, to see lots of people there. It was just the smiles were huge. Never haven't seen anything like it, um, well, in a long time. And so just lots of fun for starters. Lots of other things happening. People just totally proactively, you know, checking if someone was a bit by themselves. Oh, hi, are you okay? Do you want want to chat with someone? Are you just happy sitting by yourself? You know, it's okay to be by yourself, but some people sometimes don't want to. Um, so um, that was fantastic to see. Lots of conversations. I know there are a few people who are very, say, newish to Melbourne, um, and um, they were... Um, you know, sort of connecting in and meeting new people, which was sensational. Um, also, people came from as far away as Wangaratta and other areas of the country. I'm just trying, I just believe it or not, as I turned the laptop on, saw a post from the fabulous sage who is Tina Healy, um, trans woman, about the event and um, just trying to relocate that. And I think that's enormous. Lots. Some people didn't know, some people couldn't make it, but if we got 70 people there without... Um, you know, sort of, um, you know, those sort of people there. Here we go. I found Tina's post. It pretty much sums up my thoughts. I'll just um, read some excerpts of it. Something magical happened. This was posted 13 hours ago. So where are we? About 11 o'clock last night. Something magical happened in a reservoir. Is it reservoir or reservoir? Like tonight, of all the sim- simple, silly, wonderfully absurd reasons, a marginalised community together came together to have fun. I want to talk about that too. Not a workshop or a conference, not in the virtual sphere of social media, not in Parliament, not in a postal survey. We forgot about the things that worry us, that stop us, that isolate us. We got to be kids again for a couple of hours. From 6.30 to 8.30, we had the reservoir pool to ourselves to be ourselves. I mean, that introduction, that's the first paragraph sums it up. Um, you know, um, everyone just came together. I think that was, as I said, really important. Um, we do need... Um, at times separate spaces for, say, trans men, trans women, non-binary to discuss specifics. I think that's important. But this was um, the, you know, time where we can be together and people just were throwing a ball, smiled. I sat there, I had a break out of the pool and just sat there with a big smile on my face looking at everyone. I actually did a few laps. I cannot remember the last time I would have done laps in a swimming pool, probably not since school days and the last possibility for that was 1982. I've got to say, my stomach muscles feel firmer this morning. So there's a bonus. People got a bit of fitness and exercise, which, of course, helps shift energies. So that was good. Um, And a multitude of people, I love Tina's words here. Um, Tina, can you just be appointed benign world dictator or something? Um, Tonight happened because a multitude of people from the broader community remembered that good policy is birthed in generosity and delivered with kindness. To put my own words in, um, people gave others a hand up. Um, Tina implemented this full um, full credit. The Darabin Sex and Gender Diverse Advisory Committee heard the suggestion um, and their hearts opened and they um, took on the event. I do declare an interest. Yours truly and my colleague Andrew from Transgender Victoria did some training with the pool staff on Wednesday um, just to make sure they had a chance to ask questions, work out the details, make the signage um, you know, sort of um, worked out and all that sort of thing. And I've got to say, as Tina said here, the staff were, you know, regardless of our training, they were very welcoming and fantastic. Just checking in, you know, I think they saw a few people doing laps. Do you want some tips or not? 
I'd forgotten things about swimming, like what is it if you have your hands cupped rather than the fingers apart, you'll get more power out of your stroke, little things like that. And, you know, just the sense of community spirit was great. But there are also conversations we need more just fun social events. Yes, we need discussion groups and support groups and things, and they're all important and vital. But other things, um, you know, um, someone suggested um, and a tentative name from my point of view, um, and all, all octaves, all genders, karaoke nights. So, you know, if you're a trans woman who's still got a deepish voice, it doesn't matter if you do Johnny Cash as a boy named Sue, we don't care, or so on. Um, so that could be fun. But also discussion from the middle cohort of trans, and I think this still holds true for LGB, that, um, you know, if you grew up in the country, yes, it's great that you see things now like minus 18 formals, but they're in the main cities. What have you got? You know, so there's talk of doing more social events. Um, and um, Tina had a, a smiling time and, yes, drove down from the country. As I said, other people from other parts of regional Victoria, um, you know, sort of same thing. As I said, lots of people there. I'm my, I'd be almost willing to bet money it will happen again, which is awesome. Um, only too happy to do it again. And um, on a lighter note, the um, pool was um, just warm enough. It wasn't a case of, to quote the old Daffy Duck and um, Bugs Bunny cartoon, where they think they're going to Pismo Beach and end up in Aladdin's cave. It's not a case of last one in was a, is a hard-boiled egg, because it was very easy to get in. Um, so, um, you know, sort of a really um, fantastic... Um, you know, night indeed. So uh, well well done to Darabin. I've got to be honest, there was some hesitation from some people because, they, you know, and I want to talk about this in the next segment, there is no doubt the um, survey, um, which I want to talk about in the next, um, you know, sort of um, segment has knocked a bit of the stuffing out of people, so to speak, um, mentally and psychologically. And... Um, you know, I think that um, what we need to have is, um, um, you know, um, you know is, is these events that can rebuild morale, but also, you know, do lots of other great things. And, um, you know, so there was nerves about how the event was promoted. You know, it ended up on Twitter and, of course, certain commercial media outlets had to have a dig at it. And I'm going to talk about that in the next segment um, in general principles. But I think the fact that so many people came, there was just so much joy, I think it's got to happen again. So thank you to um, Darabin Council for taking the initiative. Um, thank you to um, you know everyone who came. And yeah, well, as I say, my tummy feels firmer this morning for a bit of exercise, so that's got to be good too. All right, um, let's... One more water song. Um, I didn't get to all of them last week. Um, let's have Dire Straits from their very first album in 1978, The Water of Love, which I think it was last night. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. There is listener sponsors who keep the radio station going. When you become a listener sponsor, you get a part of this radio station. You get a little part of it. It's yours. You get a little share of it. It's 3CR Subscriber Drive and we're asking you to show your love for 3CR. Support your favourite show by calling us on 9419 8377 or online 3cr.org.au 
www.ai.org.au forward slash subscribe. $35 unwaged, $70 waged or $150 solidarity. Subscribe to 3CR today. People lining up uh, out in the street, uh, out in Smith Street and Collingwood lining up to take out their list of sponsorship. Hi, this is Ali from the Spazzies and you're listening to 3CR. We need your help to support community radio and your local music scene. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot au, and three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon for its first broadcast. And of course, you could be listening to the repeat five AM Australian Eastern Time on Wednesdays or um, 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 on podcast as well. Well, however, if you're listening, thanks for your company. Well. Uh, we just heard from Dire Straits, The Water of Love, and it's got me been thinking a bit lately over the last four months. Um, I think there's more love out there than sometimes we think. And I wanted to talk about that in the context of um, after the survey. You know, some people might say in the their best um, Basil Faulty voice, don't mention the survey. I did once, but I think I got away with it. Um, someone has to do those old um, television lines, and I'm doing them. But... Um, you know, seriously, it was, let's get things clear first. The survey was a horrendous period for LGBTI people, our, um, you know, communities and our supportive family members and supportive allies, every certainty of that. Um, it was a very, very difficult period and that has to be acknowledged. And of course, you know, LGBTI people have faced a lot of difficulty. There's a Often say it's like a furnace of trauma that you know sometimes it's sitting there just smouldering and then one match goes on and of course up it comes again. Well, we had a furnace on a furnace with some of the I'd better keep it polite and say malarkey in my opinion from what from the far right and no doubt people were really hurt. But with a bit of time to reflect and look back, I wanted to add something else. I began to feel a shift in energies in early November, even before the survey results. And that was that first week of November where eight trans candidates were elected to various, um, we would call them government and public sector roles. Um, in That happened in America. There was the trans woman who was elected mayor in Canada and also a senator in Uruguay, a trans woman, a long-running LGBTI campaigner. So that's all really good stuff. And I began to feel, hang on, something has shifted. And you know, I'm not saying, I want to make something clear for starters, the far right sadly doesn't go away. You know, um, they'll sort of pop their heads up in a different shape or form over time, have a go at someone else. Something began to say, okay, if we've had all these candidates elected in the US, have people said, hang on, has this creep to the right, this, you know, so-called, this use of individual freedom to cover up selfishness and nastiness, because that's really what's happening. Has it gone too far? And people said, maybe it has. And maybe and people elected good candidates, people with some progressive views. Um, so that happened. Then, of course, November fifteenth, the announcement of the postal survey results, which you know some people have said, well, sixty one point six percent. That means thirty eight point four percent of people voted no. I think what we've got to consider is that the highest ever opinion poll, to my knowledge, of any point in time for marriage equality was around sixty seven, sixty eight percent. So, if 
the no campaign threw every dirty kitchen sink they could at us and they could only get 5% taken off the support, then maybe there is a solid enough bedrock of support, at least for marriage, and I'm going to come to that, um, that got us through. And then November 30th, we had the great news of the um, ending of um, stage two family court processes. So now trans young people needing um, hormonal medications, well, they're being treated equally to anyone else um, in a way. Because if there is a dispute between parents or guardians, well, yes, it's now got to go to the family court, the same as any other dispute. So that's at least a sort of equality, and that's fair. Um, We've never asked for, um, despite what people would say, special treatment. So all those things happening, and um, you know, then you know the result, the final vote in the House of Representatives on the seventh of December. Yes, some people were probably bandwagon jumpers, but the fact that it ended up at one hundred and thirty to four, and I think it was ten official abstinations. Some people were out of the country or had family business. You know, still a pretty huge result in the end when it got there after all the shouting was over, so to speak. And things have gone on since. I noticed while we were off airing, while I was on annual leave in January from the show, there was an attempt to beat up on the fact that Queensland, um, you know, no longer was requiring gender on driver's licences, nor were they were requiring height. And of course, the far right were going, well, this is political correctness going mad. Well, it didn't get any traction. And of course, when other states and territories tried to beat up on it and found that they actually didn't have um, gender on their driver's licences at all, and someone in New South Wales, some right-wing reporter there, tried to have a go and someone said, why didn't you look at your own licence? Two weeks ago, we had the great news on Hannah Mounty, a good step forward, in that Hannah's able to play AFL State League, not the big women's comp, but, you know, I think a sensible response from the AFL. I think they have probably realised they botched badly, Um, with what they did last October and not allowing Hannah to play at all. And I do want to say something important. Hannah's been posting about how she's been really battling, including homelessness since that decision, which I just, you know, it's an appalling state of affairs. But again, when it was announced, I did, I'm sorry, I have to confess to doing something really stupid. I was listening to commercial talkback radio and um, a presenter on commercial talkback radio tried to beat up on the decision was you still a man and you know um, two calls it didn't get any traction maybe I'm beginning to think at least and I'll stay cautious maybe we've at least hit the extreme watermark of the prejudice and I think that when I talk water and link into last night, that people are beginning to bounce back. Our communities are incredibly resilient. There are lots of allies out there. And I also, as I'll talk about this a bit in the next segment, I've had a busy week as well as being splashing around. I was up in Sydney for a conference that affects, that will say, that cross the, com- the broad community. And you know, I've got to say, I felt equally as valued as anyone else there, which sometimes hasn't happened. At um, I hate the word mainstream, but um, you know, that's the word that gets used the most. So it feels like, you know, as I say, we're at least holding ground. We may be moving a bit back. Maybe you know, some of the hatreds receded. So well, let's build on that. And I think the thing that's beginning to come through to me, I think, honestly believe... Most grassroots punters in this country, I can't really speak for other places, I don't have a grasp on their sociology like I would having lived here for 52 years, I'm beginning to be deeply of the opinion that the majority of your average punters, um, you know, were, uh, are just, 
you know, people who believe in the true tradition of the Australian fair go, mate, that sort of thing. And, you know, give a hand up to the underdog, that sort of thing. I was out at some training in regional Victoria. I suppose you'd call it rural Victoria to be precise. And, um, you know, there was someone in the room who absolutely got stuck into the survey. There's lots of people out there who thought it sucked and not necessarily just LGBTI. So I think we can begin to move our way back. It's obviously going to take effort. We, you know, it won't just happen magically. We will always probably be fighting to some extent um, to hold our, you know, to hang on. We can't afford to be complacent. But I do think there is room for more hope than we've had for a couple of years. And I think that's incredibly welcome. I suppose the challenge we've got is, you know, we look at the headlines of the world and, you know, they're loud and they're shrill, the far right. And we see some of the horrible, the stupid things such as, well, obviously this week and the previously, Banana B. Joyce. I said Barnaby, didn't I? Um, and, you know, the horrible, horrible things. You know, the Florida shooting, a terrible scenario. But we're also seeing people stand up, the students who are standing up and just taking on. There's a great article in today's um, Fairfax papers, including The Age, on what they're doing. And, you know, you can't just, you know, they can't be ignored. And it also seems the good news is less younger people in America have guns than older so maybe we are seeing some change. Obviously, we would like to accelerate it. But to me, the challenge is how do we get those positive, inclusive, respectful grassroots voices into the people's ears so that we're not just hearing the shrill extremes of what I think is beginning to be a dying era, both um, you know, in terms of LGBTI issues and more broadly. There's a challenge. Well, 3CR likes to play a part. We'd love people who want to have their voice. Your, this show is here for you, as I'm sure many other shows on 3CR are. We'd love to hear from you. And it, of course, doesn't just affect LGBTI, whether it's environment or Indigenous, um, disability, the whole caboodle. Love to have you um, come and talk and get your message through. And you also hear good little stories. Um, a story I saw on Twitter during the week um, um, difficult to start with, a person in a wheelchair, something happened that they fell over in the wheelchair and I think hit their head a little on some, the pavement or something, and there were 10 people instantly at their side waiting until they were able to get up again, get moving, got the help that they, the more permanent help, you know, assistance they needed, whether they needed someone to pick them up or something and take them home or whatever it was. There's little stories like this everywhere. They're the ones we need to hear. Um, so, you know, Let's keep them rocking, um, you know, spread those stories where we can. We do have to tackle the issues that bother us, and that applies both broadly and within LGBTI communities, but let's look at the positives as well and keep them rolling, get that grassroots spirit out there. Um, growth starts at the grassroots, Let me, let's make it the new trees. All right, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Um Digging out um, a different song as part of the genre-diverse music that is 3CR, um, or that is this program in particular, as well as gender-diverse. Found this one in my collection this morning. I don't think I've ever played it. Um, Talks about gender in a way. It's a Broderick Smith song from one of his solo albums in the 90s. It's called Blue is for Girls. And you're on Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am digital, 3CR.3CR... not winning today. Um, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcast on a Sunday afternoon between noon and one. And we just heard from Broderick Smith from the Songster album 
of um, the mid-90s. And blue is for girls. You can be any colour and any gender, and we don't really care. All right. Um, lots of... It's been a bit of a, a packed um, you know, um, inbox um, this week. Got a couple of... Got a message from Melina, who's pointed out a very good YouTube channel. It's run by a... The um, publisher of it is called Them, simply enough. Um, so a bit of non-binary. There's a very good clip about um, I'm a transgender woman and I bullied other trans women. And I think this is, you know, I don't, ex- let's say, excuse that. But often we do hear of people who, you know, if you've got an insecurity in yourself, you take it out on other people. And I mean, in broad gendered terms, there are a lot of men who do that to women because they're insecure about some aspect of their own gender. Not that there's, again, there's an excuse. Of course, we've seen it happen from elements of gay and lesbian to groups like bi and trans. So it can understandable that it can happen, but I'll just say this clip has a happy ending. So thanks for pointing that one out, um, Lena, our um, ongoing correspondent on Out of the Pan. Um, so that was um, really cool. Also had some mail in from Wombat, um, who's also becoming a pretty regular correspondent, um, who put um, put some questions on notice to Borbor Shire Council, which is in the eastern um, part of Gippsland, to the east of Melbourne um, metro area. Two questions, and Wombat's asked um, me to pick up on something in the second point, but I do think I have to read out the answer to the first question, which was, does Borbor Shire have any plans to actively support um, Idaho at day on May 17th? Response, Borbor Shire Council currently leads six civic events, Australia Day Awards, Australia Day Community Events, Anzac Day, Citizenship, Remembrance Day and Gold Coast Games, Queen's Baton Relay. There are no plans underway for Council to lead a community event to support Ida Hobbit Day. Um, it mentions they have a Being Healthy in Borbor Municipal Public Health and Wellbeing Plan um, and it says that Council acknowledges um, that the need for LGBTI community to feel included and safe. Well, that's nice, but you've got to put your, you know, walk your talk, so to speak. So I know I just felt a bit, a little mm, cynical about that first question. The second one, which Wombat wants us to mention, in what, what ways could Borbor Shire support local community groups to promote and encourage participation in um, Ida Hobbit and other LGBTI inclusion activities for the benefit of the West Gippsland community? Response, um... Consider requests for event sponsorship, consider other event support where appropriate, and through the Being Healthy in Borbor Action Plan, seek out interest in the community to deliver events. Well, okay, it's interesting that they're saying, well, you do it, we're not. Um, Wombat's asked me um, <clears throat> if one of the, our listeners wants to pick up on that and run an event in Ida Hobbit for Borbor Shire. Well, there is a group, um, now that's West Gippsland, there is a group on Facebook I know of called Pride in East Gippsland, but there's probably some intersections, so to speak, so maybe someone could give that a shot. But um, yeah, I think that yes, go for it. I think that's really important. Um, And, um, um, you know, uh, let's see if we can get it rolling. And I think sometimes, of course, it does have to come from the grassroots. I look at the great work done by the ever-awesome Sally Conning down in Bashshire um, that has led to a lot of things happening down there. So give it a shot. Um, so, yep, yeah, and also just um, coincidental message that came in literally while the show was happening. Had a LinkedIn request from Suzanne Newton, Darabin councillor, um, amongst other things, and on the board of the Victorian Local Governance Association. So there you go, all happening on the show today. 
Well, um, I've had a busy week. Um, as I said, out training in regional Victoria in the second part of the week. Did, as I say, do some training with Darabin on um, the Wednesday. But on from Sunday night last week through to um, um, you know Tuesday evening, I had to leave my pussycat with my housemate because I went up to a conference in Sydney, the fifth elder abuse awareness conference. Now, not you know people might think Ooh, a bit grim, grisly, but you know it is a big issue, and I mean it's part of diversity, and of course there's intersectionality within that. And I do want to thank um, the organisers for paying for accommodation and registration just so we're clear on that, um, and managed to get some funding from elsewhere for the flights and the cabs and that sort of thing. Um, but no, no one covered the minibar. Um, there was only one packet of chips anyway, no alcohol. Seriously, um, a really good experience. And this sort of links to what I was saying in the last segment. Now, so I've been to broader community conferences before as a, an out LGBTI person at times. You know, it felt like you're the, the token trans there. Well, certainly not at this one. There was a great sense of inclusivity, and this was another one of those, there's lots, there were 560 people there willing to tackle this topic, a whole range of backgrounds, community service workers, police, um, financial abuse, well that means the banking industry, so Anna Bly, former Queensland Premier, who's now um, involved with the Australian Bankers Association, um, spoke, Uh, lots of great input. So a whole range of people, and everyone's trying to do a little bit of something to make the world better. So that was really cool. Um, you know, I got to say for myself, um, you know, I felt very welcome. Met an amazing person from America who's sort of been a trailblazer in this area. Um, was interviewed for a podcast, and hopefully that will lead to some other media, which gets visibility. We all know that we um, need that still, particularly for trans, if there's a weakness that's still not coming out that there is a leftover from the survey. It's that trans people are often not consulted in media. A huge report released by media uh, on um, press coverage in the last few weeks um, about how negative it is for trans, even if, you know, it's um, in good media. It sadly focuses on negativities. But, of course, trans people not often consulted. Well, yours truly happily was interviewed, which was really good. was on a panel myself on, you know, women... um, for abuse of elder women where there's disproportionate risk. So we're talking groups like multicultural, indigenous, and yours truly was there. Um, But, you know, I felt LGBTI as part of the community sector was on the map equally with everyone else, which is how it needs to be. So very well done. Um, A great, um, you know, sort of um, happy sense of organisation. Yes, a difficult topic, but people willing to tackle it. And I think it's still about speaking up was the critical message. There's still a lot of ageism in our society that I think perhaps means we perhaps see older people as vulnerable or, you know, sort of like, oh, they're just going to be abused. Well, no, and that's got to stop as well. Um, You know, know, it comes back to taking everyone on their merits or individual-centred care, as it's called in the community sector. Um, Also, some great panels, one which was about four LGBTI people and what they do, worrying to hear of, you know, elder abuse in, um, of trans women in settings in New South Wales and Queensland. Now, it does remind us that sometimes Victoria is fortunate in that we're, you know, a large population in a smallish area, so we're beginning to see things shift in regional and rural areas as well. So lots to consider there. Um, But of course, other states and territories with either smaller populations and or larger areas, um, such as Western Australia in particular, you know, there's going to be some issues. 
Um, so lots to think about there as well. But a good reception. Um, there's also lots of other LGBTI people there, whether talking LGBTI directly or not. Catherine Barrett talking ageing in general, but of course has done so much work in the LGBTI sector. Um, Dani Houseman, who was the chair of two police reference groups here in Victoria, won the LGBTI and won seniors, but the need after initially trying to do both sort of half a week each and the other load was too big and is now doing the seniors one, but obviously has background in LGBTI. Lots of people there and lots of allies. So I feel these things are shifting. Um, that's very, very welcome. But, you know, let's just get... Um, I think there was a message um, at the end of the panel I was on. We we're running a bit short of time. We had two minutes for questions, and someone said, well, how do we just start tackle this? And I think it does come back to basics. It does come back to treating people with respect and dignity and working on what inclusivity is and asking the group in question what it looks like. But I think we've got to start sending messages out of zero tolerance of any form of abuse, discrimination and stigma. Maybe we've got to make it that tough and that simple and that we don't have this um, George Orwell approach of, oh, we're all equal, but some are more equal than others. It seems to be what's happening, um, to quote the book Animal Farm. So, yeah, lots to think about, but yes, as I say, um, a really um, good week and lots happening. So there is lots of support out there at the grassroots. As I say, we've got to make it grow up um, and be equal to the trees. Well, some of them are tall trees, some some tall trees are strong, but... Well, as we've seen during the week, some are, you know, got some dead wood and probably, well, need to be chopped down and maybe put on the fire, so metaphorically speaking. All right, um, let's roll on with some more music, and then we're going to be genre-diverse today. Here's the Charlie Daniels Band with a track that was first recorded in 1974, as it will tell you, and um, this version was on a live album um, recorded in the early 2000s, and, well... Um, yeah, leave me alone. A long-haired country boy. Three, except I'm a girl. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR is a community radio licence holder. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community radio codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music, programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting by and for the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this station. Copies of the code are available from the 3CR website. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash who we are. What do you think of when you hear the word drugs? Medicine. Medicine. Uh, recreational. There's lots of things, isn't it? <laughs> Covers all sorts of stuff, doesn't it? It's a bad thing, but I don't know, people get good feelings off it. Fun. Theogenesis. Stupid. Fun. Youth. Yeah, fun. Uh, bad. <laughs> Dirty syringes. Shake my head. <laughs> Cocaine. Hater. Scourge. I'm agreeing with him. Trouble or maybe addiction, something like that. Something I don't relate to at all. I don't understand. Party time. Well, generally, sort of loser. If you think of that, recreational joke. I don't know. Drugs. Bad. Medicine. Help people. Helping people with their conditions, whatever that may be. What is the drug user? Who is this person, the drug user? In Psychedelia, we're here to rethink the psychoactive paradigm. Sunday afternoons on 3CR, 2 to
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally, um, originally broadcasting from noon till one Sunday. Um, from one till two is Freedom of Species and, yes, at two o'clock in Psychedelia. Now, earlier played the message for um, our subscriber drive. The official period's over, but if you want to subscribe, we're not going to knock it back just because of that. And I don't think there were any people from who listeners to Out of the Pan who joined come on, we need we need your support um, because it does, the subscribers and things like that, donations do help us keep on air. We don't take corporate sponsorships so that we can be independent. I was going to talk about that in relation to Pride March today. would have run out of time, but I'll have plenty of time next week on the show to do it. Tell you why in a second. Um, so, yeah, um, please um, support us by donating or becoming a subscriber slash member. Lots of things coming up if you are listening on the Sunday afternoon. Um, the Shed for trans men, trans masculine, happens on the fourth Sunday of the month and is happening this afternoon. Check out transshedboys.com, the Polyvic Social at the Terminus and the Buy Discussion Group at um, Carlton um, is on this Tuesday and Bent TV rolling along. Of course, there's lots of things happening this week because it is Mardi Gras. Uh, or muddy, muddy grass, as some people think it is. No, not quite. Um, the 40th one this Saturday. Um, do I'll talk about that then in the context of next week's show. Um, and there's a, um, a special on if you are listening on the Sunday or listening to the On Demand on a Sunday, um, but no doubt it will end up on iView. It premieres tonight on ABC, Riot, a documentary about the first Mardi Gras in 1978. Very much... Looking forward to that with my um, Sunday evening glass of warm milk or something and checking in on that. So lots happening. And next Saturday, Gender Queer Australia um, have their monthly meeting as it usually is on the first Saturday afternoon of the month, genderqueer.org.au. Um, so lots happening around the community. Now, next week, it'll be one of those shows that are the, is the magic of radio because I'm going to be up in Sydney for the All About Women Festival. I'm facilitating a panel. I'm very excited about this. Might have to see if I can get a chat with some of the participants um, after, before or afterwards. CN Lester, and I read CN's book during the week, a British um, trans-slash-gender-diverse person called Trans Like Me. Really good, very well written. Um, you know, sort of um, in that it covers, um, you know, sort of... Um, um, you know, it's a sort of autobiography combined with advocacy and it sort of does it bit at a time. It takes each topic. It challenges the myths. It really works through them in a very calm and factual way as only um, creative, amazing people like trans and gender diverse people are. So a bit of a fan squeal, I'll get to meet CN, maybe take the book with me and to get it autographed or something. Eddie Ayres, trans man, um, will be on the panel. Um, Jordan Raskopoulos, and there's a huge panel on the Sunday night as well. And I'll be up there. So, yes, I'll be up in Sydney for the time for Mardi Gras, but I'm not planning on marching yet. There you go. Um, so, yes, up in Sin, Sin City, as they say. So, yes, it will be a show that will be brought to you by the magic of radio next week. Um, have time to discuss lots of issues in depth. Um, what else? Um, yeah, so lots going on. Um, and, of course, International Women's Day coming up on March the 8th. Um, look forward to some special broadcasts on 3CR for that as well. Um, anyway, I'd better get out of here and make way for the fab crew from Freedom of Species, um, talking all things animale, and um, look forward to that today. And yeah, uh, will be a new show next week, but take it out today. Um, well, 
finishing up the genre-diverse music with some classic Aussie rock. Uh, maybe not that genre-diverse, but it's a damn good track anyway. It's Dragon, originally from the Body and the Beat album, and one of my favourites, Promises. I promise you, I'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch ya next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.